I can't tell you how many times a creator has asked me how they can get their own TV show. It seems to be the thing that every creator wants and I totally get it. The thing is, usually I don't have the info that they're looking for until now. In today's episode, I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with Giselle Galipta, who is not only one of my best friends in the entire world, but also works for Channel 4, which is one of the largest TV broadcasters in the UK. Not only is Channel 4 one of the largest TV broadcasters, but they also work with a whole load of creators. They produce multiple content series which feature content creators. So they are the perfect people to speak to when it comes to this question of how creators can get their own TV show. So if you ever wondered how you can achieve such an amazing thing, this episode is for you. Let's get straight to it. Hi, Giselle. Hi, Jay. This is so weird, <laughs> you being here. So for context, everyone listening, Giselle is actually literally one of my best friends in the world. She's <laughs> bridesmaid at my wedding. Don't worry, there is a reason why she's here. I'm not just like bringing my mate so we can sit and have a chat, although I would love for that to also be my job. Giselle, like we should have all our chats here. We, should we? <laughs> oh no, I don't know if I can share or watch. <laughs> that would get dangerous. Um, Giselle actually works for Channel 4, which is a huge, huge broadcast channel. So Giselle, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do. Hi everyone, um, I'm Giselle and I work at Channel 4. So um, it's a major broadcast channel in the UK. So thinking about those uh, global listeners, you probably compare it to like an ABC or a CBS, but it's very different in the sense that um, we're quite a sort of bold, quite a punchy brand, very like UK culture, really sort of championing in diversity. Um, so like our tagline is altogether different. So really sort of championing those unheard voices. Um, and then I sit on the team, which is a new team within Channel 4. It's been going for about three years and it's basically been set up to push social first content. So we essentially create series, especially that live on YouTube. And that won't be anything that you would find on uh, TV. So it's completely tailored to something that you would want to see yeah. on your social channels. Um, and we would adapt those the content based on where that lives across all social channels. So we have stuff on Facebook, TikTok, all of that. And we work with lots of different influencers. So um, we work with the likes of Chunks, Nella Rose, Amelia de Moldenberg, all of these sort of big names that you would expect to see in that space. Yeah. And really sort of create sort of entertainment led programming that are more sort of youth focused, but also like we do tap into like a broader audience as well because Channel 4 is quite broad. Yeah, that's so cool. And I don't know if you know this, but like what brought this about? Because if you're saying your team is only a few years old, like why did Channel 4 decide that actually that was something they wanted to focus on? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, um, you know, we obviously started out um, in the 80s as a broadcaster and so that's kind of like that's our bread and butter it's tv but obviously as times are growing we need to like fully adapt our offering to make sure we're still growing and keeping up and so it was actually part of the future four strategy because social has existed on channel four for quite a long time yeah but there was never an opportunity where brands could actually come together with us right. and collaborate and like we really recognized that there was an opportunity at first here to 
create something where brands could partner with and have more of a social offering. So, you know, it's constantly evolving. We're always looking at new products and things like that to get brands involved, get partners involved. And I think that's just really part of Channel 4's remit. Like we will just continue to do that and try and future proof ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So there'll be some people listening who will be like, okay, I, this rings a bell. They've seen, they think they've seen one of the series or the shows before. Can you give us an example of like one of the shows that you've done recently what the concept was yeah exactly so I guess so I work specifically on the branded content team so the way that it works in terms of what we put out on our social channels is we make original content and we make branded content so um, I'll give you a couple of examples so um I recently worked on a campaign for Barclays uh, so we got finance influencers in so there's Iman and Teo and they came in and they had different contributors ask them different questions um that they had to then answer there and then it was like a podcast type format Mm. and that basically came out of a proactive that we took to market for the cost of living crisis oh so you guys identified that actually there was a piece of content you could create that would be really like culturally relevant yeah and then you made it available for brands to partner with yeah that actually we took that out to market and we'd previously done a campaign with Barclays called money on my mind um it had Eman in it as well and um that basically that was like a six-part series where um it would have a different contribution focus on how they were to help them make money so there was like a trans woman who was saving up for a boob job yeah there was like a woman who was trying to make it as a model so different stories and so they'd worked with us before Mm -hmm. and obviously wanted to like continue that yeah Yeah. by the way guys Barclays is a bank is Barclays global is that like a global because in my as you were talking I was like wait do does everyone know what Barclays is? Because it's such a big bank yeah. in the UK, but I actually don't know if it's a global bank. I think it's a... I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I really don't yeah. know, but it is... I mean, it's a massive huge. bank in the UK. It's huge. huge. So, Absolutely yeah. Huge. That's so cool. How did you get to this point? Because, like, you, I mean, your job's really cool. So, like, how did you get it? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I have had a bit of a squiggly line career, really. Um, so for the first six years of my career, I started out media agency side. So essentially how a media agency works is different brands have, have a designated media agency that they work with. Um, and though that media agency would essentially plan and buy all of their advertising campaigns. So they would speak more directly to all the different media owners. So a media owner would be like Channel 4 mm-hmm. or even even if we're looking at like publishing, you know, you'd think the likes of Vogue and things like that. So we would basically plan all the advertising campaigns. And I kind of worked with more sort of fashion and luxury brands. Mm-hmm. I worked with like Chanel, Moogler, Ralph Lauren, all of those types of brands. And then I really recognized like this, as I got older, I was like, I actually know the sort of skills that I'm really good at now, like networking, like speaking to different people. Um, and so I wanted to like take a jump into sales. So I did that for a couple of years and then I decided actually I want to get more into the creative space. Yeah. So I found this job at Channel 4 and I thought, well, this is great because it is a sales role in that I'm the 
person who speaks directly to the brands, mm. but it's more of a soft sales role. I can get involved with the creative teams. Mm. I can get involved with like the commissioning team at Channel 4, who obviously yeah. they're the team that come up with the ideas for shows. So yeah. I can get to see a lot of part of them, what they're doing. And yeah, I've been there for about 18 months now and I'm really nice. enjoying it. Nice. Amazing. So... As you know, I have like coached quite a lot of creators in my time. And a really common question that people used to ask me, and I'm not gonna lie, it used to absolutely have me stumped. People would be like, I wanna get on TV, so how do I do that? And I'd be like, babe, there's there's a limit to what I know. <laughs> I'd be like, this is where you, you've reached a limit with me. So if a creator said to you like, how do I get on TV? What would you say? Like, how can they do that? Do you know what? It's not so much of a far stretching question. Like it could happen. It really could happen. Yeah. And um you know, we've had campaigns where people have ended up on TV. Oh, there you go. Um, so essentially we are social first in my team. That's what we do. But if the campaign is big enough, you know, if you've got a brand on board that has big budget, then we do scale it up to video on demand. Mm -hmm. And also uh, there is an opportunity to potentially be on TV in like the commercial space yeah. with that campaign so first of all talk me through what video on demand is I actually do know in case anyone I used to work with is listening I do know I do remember but I also know that's marketing lingo so yeah. what does video on demand mean yeah <laughs> so video on demand is essentially your streaming service so it's anything that isn't your actual broadcast tv it's you know I want I missed um a certain show I missed last night's goggle box I want to quickly log on and watch it and then you can watch it on the streaming platform yeah there. cool okay and there was another term that you used as well you said video on demand oh when you said the commercial space what are you referring to yeah so that is basically the ad funded space so for for, for tv where the breaks are yeah. um so you have 210 seconds within that I love how you know that you <laughs> so you could do whatever you wanted in it so for example a brand could take over that whole thing and it could be like an ad break takeover so you, yeah. you could be there basically amazing hey creators do you have any burning questions which you really want answered for example are you unsure on how to increase your engagement on instagram or maybe you're debating whether to start a membership or perhaps you're confused as to which camera you should buy next or what microphone you need to start your podcast. Well, you are in luck because we have the answers. Every Tuesday, we invite you to submit your questions over on our Instagram at thecreatorproject underscore. Do not forget the underscore. We select one question to answer every single week and we provide detailed answers to that question in our email newsletter. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and submit your questions and you also sign up to our newsletter to make sure you see the answers. Links to both our Instagram and our newsletter are available in the show notes. So can you talk me through the whole process, as much as you can share at least, of like going from someone having an idea for a series, them finding a creator, like how that works, how they bring it to you, like how it gets actually produced, all of that. Yeah. So there's a few different ways in how we work. So say if um, it wasn't a branded content campaign, say if it was just an original series. So we have a commissioning team who kind of come up with the ideas of shows very much in the channel for tone of voice, what the channel for style is. You know, it is normally quite risky when you think of channel for programming, like yeah. naked attraction. Oh my God, is that a channel for? program yeah. guys <laughs> this show is is literally if you've not watched it before it's literally naked people 
like dating don't you pick who to date based on like their yes. genitals <laughs> yes and each time you go up you get to see a different part, part of, of them <laughs> and their faces last faces last yeah and each round somebody is like eliminated is oh savage God. um but this That's is I mean, this is the type of i guess quirky style content yeah. that can that channel four um has yeah quick question would you ever go on that show no, I don't think so. What if they had a, a version where like you can do the whole process and they never know it's you, so they never show your face? Would you go? Oh, I mean, probably. If, I, if, I, if there was no face involved, come on. That's like, so funny. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Not? Might find the love of my life. Yeah, no, genuinely. <laughs> and then like, you know, so much of the awkwardness is already gone. Yeah. How can you feel awkward with someone after they've already seen you naked? Literally, yeah. And then you get to know them and then, yeah, and then, then everything else. The <laughs> yeah. So Channel 4, they're known for like their quirky like cutting edge yes kind of programming exactly okay. um so a commissioner would come up with an idea for a program then they would go and speak to a production company so the way that it works we work with hundreds of different production companies all over the country i didn't even know there were hundreds yeah <laughs> yeah there's, there there's were like 20. <laughs> so many and they all specialize in different things so for example you've got like ones that specialize in comedy such as like wall of comedy um so they did for us tapped out um they've done harry panero's worst in class mm. which are like channel 4.0 programs mm. in case you don't know what channel 4.0 is it is a new channel that we launched on youtube which is specifically for like a younger audience very sort of entertainment focused yeah, yeah. i'll put a link to it but like so yeah, things like that. Then you, we work with other companies such as like KLL, we've done ones with them, Mother's Best Child, Future. There's loads of different ones. So after they'd reached out to the different production companies, they would come back with various proposals and then they would select the one that felt right to what they wanted to do. And then the production would start. If it was say branded content, it's a much longer process because we would get a brief from a brand with what their goals were that yeah. they wanted to achieve yeah. and we would then speak to the strategy team mm. the commissioning team to come up with a proposal right. take it back to the brand and then it would go to pitch phase right and then <laughs> so you're pitching for this campaign okay. there'd be quite a lot of back and forth mm. there but then hopefully everything goes well they love it we sign the campaign off so you would have already in engaged your production company at this point and then you would go into uh production so our production timelines are about 12 weeks that's kind of the shortest that we can do it in pre-production is when you would find talent so we would say in the pitch process an idea of who we would like to get but yeah. we would never finalize that until we have sign off and we're actually in pre-production okay so when we're in pre-production that would be when the production companies are looking for the talent they want to use right. now they already have a lot of relationships with different people mm. but then they might want to put an ad out there mm. for to work with certain talent right um so you know if you go back and listen to the different uh, production companies that I just said, you know, if you were to go and follow them, see what they're doing, go on their website, that's a real great way to actually get on their radar yeah. and spot what's going on because mm. they do put advertisements out and it might not necessarily always be like influencer stuff it could just be like general contributors like what I said before about Barclays, you know, mm. getting somebody involved who they could use as a guest appearance on yeah. the show. 
Oh, that's so interesting. So, so main tip there is to follow these production companies, engage with their content and keep an eye to see if they've got any ads. And then maybe next thing you'll be on TV. One week yeah. later, <laughs> you have your own TV show. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really cool. So what would you say, like running on from that huge top tip, what other tips would you give creators who are looking to take their next step and really secure either like a TV program or a series with the likes of someone like Channel 4? That is a great one to begin with about the production companies. But I also think you want to be on their radar as well because all the different production companies, they all specialize in different genres. Like some might be more documentaries, some might be a bit more worthy, some will be more fun, entertainment focused. Really figure out like what it is that your brand is. Mm. And I know this is like such a cliche thing to say at the minute, but you know, does your channel like really authentically represent you? Because that's your selling point, basically. Yeah. If you were to say, write to them and pitch yourself and they were to go on your channel, like, can they get across your personality from there? Are they thinking, oh, actually, they'd be a really great person to work with. We've got a couple of ideas that we think that, that they would be perfect for. So I think that would be like a great place to start because yeah. they do have like... um books of people to work with so even just putting yourself out there I feel like that's a great place to begin yeah, for sure can you think of any examples where you've worked with a creator who's just been really good at that and like really great at maintaining relationships or great to work with and like what were their qualities so that we can copy them <laughs> yeah I don't you know do you know what you definitely see it and I think it's really important in what we do to kind of network and when you're if you say you do get an opportunity to work on something like this speak to as many people as you can in the crew all of that because I think it's super helpful just to have those connections you never know when it might like help you in future yeah um there have been like cases of people that we've worked with who have had sort of they've had repeat campaigns mm. because everyone on the team thought they were amazing to work with. They show up and um, it's easy. They provide great content. Yeah. Um, there's been times where like potentially some people could have ha secured like a really oh. great show and you know, they were late, they didn't turn up, they pulled out last minute and it just kind of like ruins your opportunities. Yeah. So I think like, you know, if you are able to, be there and be present mm. then that's half the battle really in securing repeat business yeah and it's so funny because it is something that everyone will be listening to and thinking well yeah obviously but I actually think a lot of us don't realize when we're letting that slip yeah. sometimes we get a bit comfortable also in this being a creator and being an influencer I think and I've seen people let their professionalism slip very very quickly because suddenly you don't have a boss you're not in an office so it's like all of that stuff that perhaps you've learned at some point or you know that you should be doing just goes out the window like I've seen emails from people I've worked with where they've just forwarded an email chain to me and been like what did you think of my response and I've been like well who are you texting <laughs> it's like you're messaging your friend like these we've got to be professional yeah. so I think that's a really really good point and a lot of us often forget about that so can you give us any more examples of like programs that you've created or series just so that we can get more of a flavor of perhaps what you look for the type of content you create yeah absolutely I mentioned before about channel 4.0 so we launched that at the end of last year and we're already on 188k subs wow <laughs> so it's just blown up yeah. and um the type of content that we do on that is very like 
as I said, it's tailored for a younger audience, Gen Z or Gen Z, however mm-hmm. you say it. Um, <laughs> we say Gen Z because as I said before, Channel 4 is very UK. Yeah. So that's ingrained in us. Yeah, it is. I didn't even, when you said that, I thought, oh yeah, other people say Gen Z. But no, yeah, yeah. totally. That sounds so, so odd, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's very entertainment focused. Like there's a lot of like pranksy stuff going on um so we have things like harry pinero's worst in class so he'll get different influencer guests or celebrity guests and he'll give them like a lesson in schooling and if they get if they don't get it right then they basically have to do certain tasks in detention um or there's a really good one at the minute called tap tau it's got chloe burrows oh i love this one yeah It's so good. Nella Rose, he's amazing. She's on a lot of our stuff. They basically, three of them are like sitting in a room. They've got headsets on. And um, one of them is out there in the open. They're in like a shopping center or they're in like the gym. And they're just in their ear, like getting them to do loads of like crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, So I think that's a really great one. But there's also such cool branded stuff that you can do. So the first episode comes out on Thursday. We launched a little trailer last week and it's for a collaboration with Elf. Oh, cool. Yeah, really cool. So the lead talent for that is Adiola Patron. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> She's so glam. And that's kind of like the premise of it because obviously it's Elf. Yeah. So it's called Ready or Not. It was kind of like... Oh, I think, has she already dropped like... like the trailer came yeah, last I feel week. like I saw her post something about it. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is one that like our team did. Yeah. But yeah, it's called Ready or Not. And it's kind of got influence from The Simple Life. <laughs> Oh my God, what an iconic show. Iconic. We love, we love. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she'll get like a riddle at the start of each episode and she'll have to like appear dressed up for what she thinks that is. So she's going in like these ball gowns or whatever to what she thinks it is, but it's like, oh, you've got to work on a farm or something crazy. And then she's like doing these tasks in it. So it's just hilarious. Yeah, really fun. When I hear things like that, I'm like, oh, this this is why being a content creator is so much fun. Because what a great role. And obviously she's big and she's been in the game for a while. But like, oh my God, what a cool project yeah, to work super on. Cool. I yeah. love it. So, I mean, this has been so interesting, but I want to wrap up with one major question. <laughs> Do you have any top, top tips, like your best piece of advice for content creators who would love to get their own series with a major broadcast channel like Channel 4? Yeah, I think really just do what you can to speak to the right production companies. I mean, you know what your own brand stands for. So you'll know the type of content that you want to be on. So find out who those production companies are that specialize in that, because obviously they do all specialize in different things and then reach out to them with your pitch. And also, you know, it doesn't hurt to already be doing that. So say if you want to land something with a major broadcaster, maybe you've actually already started doing your own show. And I think things that work really well are just things that have a natural format already to it because that's how we work at channel four like things have a format to it so for example if you're a food influencer is it that you have like a weekly show where like every week um you and a guest person will go head to head to find the best jollof rice in london and each week it would be something different that you find you know you still you go out every week anyway and you find good food but if you just frame it like that Mm. you've got that format that 
gives users a sort of compulsion to keep watching you week on week and they're going to keep coming back. Yeah. And I guess you can prove that you're capable of maintaining a series like that. Yeah. Because you're doing it already. You've already got the stats. I also think that's a great series idea. So if anyone (laughs) needs any ideas, any food creators, also I would love to be a guest. I'd love to do one of the weeks. So hit me up. (laughs) Okay. Well, Giselle, thank you so much for coming. I'll leave information and links for everything that we refer to so people can do a bit more digging and really start their process and journey to getting on TV. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Of course. You've just listened to an episode of The Creator Project. We upload new episodes every single week. So if you've not hit that subscribe or follow button yet, then what are you doing? Be sure to hit subscribe or follow before you leave so that you don't miss out on our new content. If you feel like supporting our podcast, we would absolutely love it if you could leave us a review and share our podcast with someone else who might get value from it. Don't forget to hit us up on our socials links can be found in the show notes. Thanks again. We'll speak soon.